Welcome to So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey, the podcast where we cover all the pop culture we love to hate, from the classic reality TV moments of the past and present to the latest Daily Mail headlines and everything in between. We'll dive into all the infamous and notorious messes you can't stop watching. I'm looking at you, Jax Taylor. I'm your host, Ryan Bailey.
folks, what is up? It's so bad it's good with Ryan Bailey. This is Ryan Bailey. This is your Monday episode. We've done it, folks. We have to do another week. I'm so, so sorry about that. I hate to be the one to break that to you. Uh, I hope you guys are having a good Monday morning or a Monday afternoon or even a Tuesday, depending on when you're listening to this. I just wanted to say hi. That's what we do on Mondays. Today is our pop culture roundup with the one and only Sophie Ross. Sophie is in Atlantic City right now with her boyfriend. Sophie's in love. Um, Sophie's mom listens to this show and sometimes she'll DM me. And hi, Sophie's mom, if if you're listening. Also, uh, Sophie lets us know that her substack is finally, her, her writing substack is finally here. So we all got to go sign up for it. We all got to put our little email addresses in there because I think Sophie's a talented writer and I think you got to support you just got to support. You got to support people doing things with their lives, people trying to make things happen, trying to like I always the, the, the reason I love Sophie, uh, I've loved her since I I've only known her for like a year God, was it like a year and a month or something? And I, I first knew of her because uh, of Hilaria Baldwin, Alec Baldwin's beautiful, very sane wife. And she, I was reading all of her stuff on Twitter. She had pieced all of this stuff together and I thought it was just so brilliant. And I thought she had such a good voice and I still do. And what I like about her voice is even when you don't agree with it, like we're not all supposed to agree with everything everybody says. And I think that's kind of the wonderful thing about podcasts, about writing, about in any kind of art, artistic form. But like, I just love, even when I don't agree with so like I don't agree with Sophie on certain things, but I just love so much the passion she has, uh, behind her thoughts. Um, so you gotta go support her Substack. I uh, I just got home tonight. I just watched the newest episode of Euphoria. That show is really, you know, it'll be an amazing show. And then the next one won't be as good, but it'll be super artsy. Um, tonight was Lexi's play. If you watch Euphoria, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Now, I did high school theater, and I just got to let everybody know that is nothing like high school theater. Like the high school theater that Lexi goes to, it seems like they spent like a million two on the high school play. And I think our budgets were like a thousand dollars. And we did like a full stage production of Grease, the movie. Like our, I remember like our high school theater teacher tried to get the, the car to fly at the end. <laughs> Literally, I'm like in the movie. <laughs> I'll always remember this, you guys. I remember she came back from Christmas break. It was going to be the spring musical. And she said, I figured out what musical we're, we're going to do. We're going to do Grease. And everybody's like, yes, oh my God. But the Grease musical is very much different than the Grease movie that a lot of us grew up on with John Travolta and Olivia Newton-John and, you know, Grease Lightning. Wah-bah-ba-loo-bah, Mr. Collins, Mr. Collins, it's me, John Travolta. What's up? Rocking and rolling and whatnot. Look who's talking. The baby's talking. Yeah, I do impressions. You guys know that. But the 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 musical version of Greece is very different. And I remember our teacher, Mrs. Colson, Joni Colson, who I think is retired now. I don't know. Um, she said, I transcribed the movie. We're going to do the movie version of Greece. 
And we were like, oh, my God, cool. So it was like the movie version of Grease. If you think about it, it's just there's like 60 different sets. There's all these scenes. And we did each set. Like, it was so ambitious. And it was such a mess. I mean, a, a, an amazing mess. I have it on VHS still. And there is – I played Kanicki. And Kanicki in the show sings Grease Lightning, you know. Grease Lightning. And, you know, in the movie, John Travolta sings it. But in this, I got to sing it. I played Kanicki. And there's a shot, there's a, a photo of me as Kanicki. And I just, I thought I looked so badass at the time. And I, I just, I look, I look deranged, I think. That's a polite word for it. I look like I shouldn't have been left out of a hospital. Like, it, it, there's just so many things wrong with this photo. It looked, it was so embarrassing. But I didn't know at the time. I thought I looked cool. And there is a scene on this VHS. There's like a making of the Horizon High School musical production of Grease where I had to kiss a girl in it. And there's like a full 10 minute scene of Mrs. Coulson and the rest of the cast trying to encourage me to get the courage up to kiss a girl on stage. That's how big of a pussy I was. Not even I was, folks. I am. That is lit. Like, it was like, oh, no. Like, I would get, like, it was, guys, I don't even, I'm telling you about, like, I just thought about this right as I'm talking. And now I'm like, I got to go watch that VHS and, and just die all over again. Like, that's how embarrassing I was slash am. So anyways, Euphoria, that thing that you saw tonight is complete bullshit. I'm all for high school theater. I'm all for advancement in the arts, but that is complete bullshit. It's like, come on, man. High school theater is meant to be bad for the most part, and it's meant to be cheap. It's not, you know, Euphoria High School isn't a performing arts high school from what I, the little I know of it. Oh, gosh. You guys, I'm so tired. It's like 2 a.m. I went and saw the Casey Musgraves concert at Crypto.com Arena. It used to be called Staples Center. And now Crypto.com Arena is the, I guess, Crypto.com bought the naming rights, which is just so, so funny to me in so many ways. But I love Casey Musgraves. I don't know if you guys do, but she is one of my favorite uh, musical artists. I don't usually veer towards country music, and I think she kind of teeters on that line a bit but i love her it's the second time i saw her perform and it's very weird to see concerts when we hopefully are on the tail end of covid but you still have to wear a mask the whole time which i did but it was very exciting she was great she was excellent um i was very uh, uh I, know, I was very happy with her performance. No, it was just really nice. It was nice. And I used to go to concerts so much. So it was, it's weird. I think there's like this attachment of guilt that you have going to shows now because you're like, is this safe? Is this a bad message? I'm wearing a mask. I'm vaccinated. I'm all of these things. Is it okay to have fun? Is it okay to do this? And I guess the answer is Yeah within reason if you're safe and all of that stuff but it's wild it's just it's very different you're almost like pausing you just kind of realize how much we've paused everything for a couple of years and now we're like okay is it all right to act sort of like we're okay and back to normal and i don't know i 
I'm going to wrestle with those thoughts a little bit. Now, I don't know what you guys got planned this week, but tomorrow morning, um, early, I'm driving back to Arizona. My buddy Dusty, I think I talked about this on Friday, his dad is very ill, and I'm going to go help him with a couple things this week. Um, and I guess packing up his parents' house, and which will just be so interesting to talk with him. And he's kind of like my older brother, and... and uh, you know, I talked about this Friday, kind of just how weird it is, you know, as you get older, these pieces of your life that you kind of just imagine and you're like, oh, we're, we're at this point now. Okay. Okay. And so I'm uh, going to go try to be of help and go down to Arizona. I haven't told my parents yet, even though they live in Arizona. So mom, if you're listening, I'm so sorry. I will definitely call you tomorrow on the drive. I always love the drive to, to California because I like listening to uh, audiobooks. I like listening to music. I like being in my thoughts. And I don't get to be forced to be in my thoughts a lot because I'm usually talking on a podcast, which is usually you don't even have time to think. I'm just, you guys, you're like, I know, you're just talking. But that's really what you do. You just talk. And you don't sometimes even think before you talk. Obviously, that's what's happening here. Um, so I'm looking forward to the drive and we'll, we'll see how that goes, but I'll keep you posted because we'll be doing all shows this week. Remember, go subscribe to the YouTube channel. We just, uh, converted it over. It's youtube.com forward slash so bad. It's good with Ryan Bailey. You'll see a lot of my old sketches there. So don't, you don't even have to watch any of that shit. Just subscribe, uh, because there will be, I have to take down all of those videos or like archive them and then we'll start putting new videos i believe towards the end of this week interviews and things like that so it's just like another exciting thing i just released an hour and a half q a episode on the patreon over there and uh yeah i think i'll finally be getting a new mic soon because i know the mic is a little bumpy um and uh i've got to fix that because i broke a mic a couple weeks ago and i have not been able to uh, replace it. So I just found out I can replace it and afford to replace it. So that'll be happening in the next week and a half. Uh, but yeah, thank you guys so much for coming back. Me and Sophie, Sophie's in Atlantic City, like I told you earlier. So this is a quick one. We got about an hour ahead of you. And uh, I don't think anything crazy happened. The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City finale aired tonight. I haven't been able to watch it. So I'll try to watch it and then get back to you uh, on that on Tuesday. Um, but I talk about this in the podcast with Sophie today. The Tinder Swindler, I don't know if you guys watch that on Netflix. He's on Cameo now. Like, yo, I'm on Cameo too, by the way, Cameo, very cheap, 20 bucks, let's do this. But should should guys like this be allowed to be on Cameo? So he made $30,000 within the first three days. He charges $200 a pop for a personal video and $2,000 per video for businesses. Now, I only charge $20. This isn't an ad for me, but it is an ad for like, what the fuck? You shouldn't like have, you shouldn't be able to like, totally scam women out of money and then be able to profit off it on cameo like cameo if you are listening mr cameo that's ridiculous that honestly is fucking ridiculous like cameo i get i get like but that's not funny like if you guys watch the documentary it's just not funny i think it's really fucking gross 
Like, I really have a huge problem with this. Now, if, if the money went directly to the victims, I don't know. It, it would be different. But, I mean, for him to benefit off him scamming women, it's just so gross. Oh, this is also another weird story I just saw on TMZ tonight. So VHS copies, I talk about, I talked on the uh, Patreon today that, you know, the one thing I would love to do if I could do it all over again is to go back and shake the shit out of myself and tell my younger self to never buy DVDs or CDs. What a waste of money. I thought it was like so cool. I thought this was like buying DVDs was like film school for me. I never listened to one DVD commentary. You remember they used to put DVD like director commentaries on the DVDs? Never. Like I always said, oh yeah, I'll, I'll watch all that stuff. It'll be like film school. Never did any of that stuff. And now I'm sitting on like 800 DVDs or some bullshit like that. It's literally like, thank God I don't have kids because they would be so disappointed in their dad. I'm like, Dad, you spent our college fund on DVDs? Anyways, you know that movie The Terminator with Arnold Schwarzenegger? A VHS, a pristine VHS copy of the 1984 movie Terminator. Now, you kids don't even know. DVDs, VHS were before DVDs. It was actually a large cassette you would put into a VCR machine. I'm using air quotes. I don't even know why I'm using air quotes. You guys can't see that, nor does it even make sense. Um, so a vintage copy of this VHS fetched $32,500 for a VHS copy. Like, I'm praying to God, if I sit on these DVDs another 20 years, you're potentially looking at a billionaire or you're listening to a billionaire. That's... That you're just there's just no way. Um, let's see. In this, we talk a lot about Kanye today. We talk about uh, Summer House. We talk about. I mean, we just kind of go around. It's just a fun, good conversation to start the week. Uh, it'll be interesting. Kanye it will be doing his Donda Two live show, um, in Miami on Tuesday, and I am just at such an exhaustion level with Kanye, like we all are. So we'll see. I mean, I'll be watching. I'm fascinated. I guess he makes some of this interesting in a way, but it just makes me sad overall. I don't know how you guys feel about it. And especially, I would love to talk to like younger kids, like, you know, in early 20s. Like, what's your opinion of Kanye? Like, I grew up with Kanye, so I have a very different, um, it's like, it truly is like family where sometimes you're just exhausted of your family, but it just, it just seems so unhealthy. And I, I hope everything works well. And, and, it's so funny how we blame women in this country. Uh, I know we all don't like the Kardashians, or most of us don't. I even wrestle with that a lot. But the fact that I hear so many people blame Kim for this shit is wild to me. Wild. Like, honestly. Like, imagine yourself having to deal with Kanye on a daily basis. Like, great music, sure. Billionaire, I guess. But, like, would you want to put up with those kind of theatrics every day? No. This is funny how pop culture works, too. I'm looking at the Daily Mail right now. This is their big headline for their entertainment section. Adele looks glum on date night with boyfriend Rich Paul at NBA All-Star Game in Cleveland as she swaps 740,000 engagement sparkler for understand... As she swaps... 740,000 engagement sparkler for understated ring during first sighting after that wild night out at London Gay Club. I guess she had a London gay club. But, like, by the way, like, can you imagine you're at a basketball game 
and then photos are taken of you where you don't have a smile on your face. So then they have an article saying you look glum. Could you imagine? Like, it would just be like, Ryan Bailey at the Casey Musgraves concert looks lazy. Like, could you imagine? It, like, looks gassy at the Casey Musgraves concert. And it's just me, you know, <laughs> putting my hand in my nose, you know. Anyways, I just think this is so, like, celebrity culture is so weird. And this is when it says, like, it was like slow news week weekend in terms of pop culture. You know, we're a week past the Super Bowl. Like, it's just kind of like... The calm before whatever storm is about to happen this next week. Here's another Daily Mail article I thought was funny. Courtney Cox, 57, admits she didn't know how strange she looked after her cosmetic procedures. Uh, this is a great article. So in the Sunday Times Style magazine, Courtney Cox says, There was a time when you go, oh, I'm changing. I'm looking older. And I tried to chase that youthfulness for years. And I didn't realize that, oh, shit, I'm actually looking really strange with injections and doing stuff to my face and I would never do now. Musing on whether to post a photo on Instagram of these days compared to now, she added, I'd say the day you realize what your friends were talking about, because people would talk about me, I think. But there was a period where I went, I've got to stop. That's just crazy. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I mean, it is, I, I got to tell you a Courtney Cox story. I think I told this before, but I was on, I forgot what the game show was, but part of being an actor in Los Angeles is you'll try anything. So I did a game show with my buddy Evan and it was, what, what was it called? Like, but it was her and David Arquette, her husband at the time produced it. This is about eight years ago, I think. Me and my buddy Evan did it and our part, my partner was Courtney Cox in the game, and Evan, I believe, his partner was David Arquette, and David Arquette, super nice guy. But I remember that Courtney Cox was my partner, and she had to like give me the clues, and I would have to guess it. And fucking, she was horrible <clears throat> at it, and she had to apologize because she just couldn't give me any good clues. But secondly, I just remember staring at her like she was like right next to me, and. I, you know, I grew up with friends. I thought she was like, so like, and I was just like, you know, when you've ever been next to somebody with so much plastic surgery and you knew how they used to look and it gives you the weirdest feeling. I remember in the game show looking at her and going, this doesn't look anything like Courtney Cox. Now, since then, I know she's got a lot of her filter or her fillers dissolved and stuff. So I think she looks more, uh, how Courtney Cox would have looked if, you know, she had aged, uh, without any kind of injections and stuff. But I just remember that always just like going like when you see that up close, it's just so weird, truly. Um, let's see, Matthew Perry from Friends, speaking of Friends, he is about to release an autobiography of his life where he will talk about his drug addiction. He'll talk about he'll talk about it. He'll talk about it all. He'll mention it all, as Lisa Renna says. Uh, he'll talk about his battle with prescription drugs and alcohol. Um, I don't know if you remember. Well, you probably just did. It was like a year and a half ago. HBO Max did the Friends reunion. And that's another thing that feels like a fever dream. We saw that whole Friends reunion. Wasn't that weird, you guys? We all have like decent memories of the show Friends. Like it's, you know, I'm not going to bag on Friends. I watched every episode. I do hate that Jax Taylor loves it as much as he does because I'm like, damn, maybe it just it is just horrible. I shouldn't be liking that at all. Um, 
but it was so weird to see Matthew Perry on that. He just didn't look well. And we've heard so many different stories about that. So I would definitely, I'm not going to tell you I'll read the book, but I'll, I'll listen to the audio book if my library carries it. Hands down. Hands down. <laughs> Let's see. Is there anything else? I don't know. I got to get to bed because I got to drive all day tomorrow. Um, but I got to watch Real Housewives of Salt Lake and we'll talk about that on Tuesday. We got a lot of great stuff coming up this week for you. You guys, thank you so much for hanging in with me. Thank you for hanging out with me. Thank you for supporting me. I hope I can put some kind of positivity or even just a stupid laugh into your life. I hope you guys have the best week ever. I was really happy with last week's shows. And remember, podcasts are great because you can listen to them at any time. You are in control at home of this listening. But thank you so much for letting me be a part of your life, letting me in your ears. If there's anything that you need from me, you can try to reach me over DM or email. And so bad it's good with Ryan Bailey. If you like the show, please leave me a positive review on Apple Podcasts. And Spotify has reviews now. I think you just, you don't even have to write anything. You can just hit that five star button. But that's it. You guys mean the world to me. You guys give me purpose in my life as I say that all the time. But just thank you so much for letting all this weird stuff in my head come out. And uh, I will talk to you on Tuesday. Without further ado, the one and only. And please sign up for a Substack mailing list, email list. I'll put a slide on the Instagram today. Here she is, Miss Sophie Russ. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to your Monday edition of So Bad It's Good. We do a pop culture roundup on Mondays. Now, a lot of people thought uh, our Monday coast wouldn't make it this week, but she's a champion. And so is her team, the Cincinnati Bengals, which from this point on, we will we will call the Super Bowl champions of the world. And she is back. She took five days off to recenter herself, but now she is back and better than ever. You can actually find her sub stack at, uh, we're going to talk about that. You can subscribe and put your email address in. I just noticed that it was out there and I'm about to subscribe. They have like, but you can do monthly, you can do yearly, but you got to at least put your address in and give it a shot. Uh, without further ado, Sophie Ross, welcome back to the show. Hi. Thanks for <laughs> but yeah, I'm very relaxed right now because we got massages today. Now you're in Atlantic city with your, are we allowed to, your bow? Your with boyfriend. my beloved. Your beloved. Yeah. So what, what was this? Was this trip planned because the Bengals lost? Was it? What, what, no, was it? it's it's been planned actually because um, and we were going to go last weekend when I didn't realize the Bengals were in the Super Bowl. You know, before we knew they were going to be in the Super Bowl, and then we wanted to obviously celebrate sure. with people if they won the Super Bowl, which they didn't. So we pushed it back to this weekend. But yeah, it's like our little V Day getaway. Is it been? It looks amazing from the pictures. It's been very, very relaxing. I like never want to leave. And also I'm obsessed with casinos. I like <laughs> have a lot of experience. Also, I, don't, I have a gambling issue. No, seriously. Like I get why people get like addicted to going to casinos. Like they're so fun. They're literally amusement parks for adults. Like you walk in. We, we literally went at like probably midnight last night. We just ended up going out really late last night and we drank a bunch of espresso martinis. So we were like wired and it well, was how, how below packed. deck of you. I know it was packed, like absolutely packed with like, we were like, who are all these people at the casino at like midnight in this random Atlantic city, like casino on a random weekend in February. Like it's so random, but anyway, there's like a whole like r- restaurants, 
food court and it's like 2 a.m. It was 2 a.m. And there were just people like a food court at 2 a.m. I was like, this place is made for me because I'm like a nocturnal person. You know, if you like Atlantic City, you're going to love Vegas. I don't know if you've heard of it. I know. I've never, I've never been to Vegas. And now I'm like, I need to go to Vegas. Like this is my, this is what I meant for because I'm a very nocturnal person. Now from your Instagram, it says you're, you've lost money. You're down. Yeah. We've lost everything that we've gambled. Are you we've a slot? Lo- machine? We've lost the home. Are you a slot machine lady? Are you a blackjack lady? What so are you? We did. Um, last night we did, we did the slot machine today, but we only did put $40 in today. I lost it all. But last night we did $200 between like black, blackjack craps. We did some slot machines last night and we craps, lost. See, if you play craps, that means your boyfriend knows exactly what he's doing. Craps is a game where like only like my really super male friends know what they're doing. Yeah. I have no idea. I still don't know how you play it. That's like, what I'm saying. I, he must be, he must be a super like cool guy. Like, to yeah, know he knows what he's doing. He is pretty cool. Well, now there is a movie that takes place in Atlantic City or Vegas called Indecent Proposal with Woody Harrelson, Robert Redford and Demi Moore in the 90s. And the whole thing was Robert Redford's like a billionaire. And he he I think meets Demi Moore and Woody Harrelson. And he tells Woody Harrelson one million dollars for one night with your wife. So if that happens tonight, what would your boyfriend say? Would he say, because they, because Woody Harrelson talked to Demi Moore, was like, yeah, we need the money. We we need the money. Like he would honestly say, yeah, <laughs> he would. He'd be like, yeah, he's a smart. He makes smart financial decisions. He'd be like, that's a smart financial decision. <laughs> Actually, I kept saying that. I was like, we got in a little tiff last night because he said that I was being too talkative, like to the Uber driver about like I was like talking about our personal belongings, and he was like, our Uber driver knows where we live. Like, stop talking about things we own. And anyway, I was like, I will literally leave here with like an old rich dude. If well, you, you know, don't like, I'll, talk, I'll talk all the time on a podcast, but I don't talk to like, like, I don't talk to Uber drivers and not because like, I think I'm better. And like, I just don't, I'm not like that in my everyday life. Yeah. Well, I'm, yeah, I'm like kind of, I'm half introverted, half extroverted in that. Like I like silence and I like recharging in silence. Yeah. Like, I love I silence. Like, yeah. No, but I was talking to Henry. I was having conversation with. Sorry, See, the fact that you, the fact that you even, I'll cut that out. Um, <laughs> but the fact that you even like, I, I thought you were about to say the Uber driver's name. And I was like, the fact that you even know the Uber driver's name is like, a no, no, I was talking to my beloved, my <laughs> liege. And, um, and yeah, yeah, it was just, I guess, TMI in front of me. I feel like you might've also been to the point last night, drunkenly where you kept going, Uncle Jobs. Yeah, uncut jobs. Uncut jobs. Okay, so I mean, kind of the Julia Fox of it all. So you know, we're officially out of the Julia, the Julia or the Yay Julia Yay Fox or whatever we called them for the blissful yeah. month and a half that it was. Yeah. But now we're now the country has taken hold of uncut jobs. Her little interview with the um, the what's that? What's the podcast that she did? Call her daddy. Call her daddy. Yeah. So. It just the thing that I hate about this is that there's this part of me that really thinks that she really enjoys this. She loves the attention. I think she does. Yeah. I think she's like totally like you can tell she's playing into it. She's enjoying it. Like, yeah, she's like, like, oh my God, page six, do not do that. What are you doing with the super jobs? She was like, this is so silly. Yeah. She's like, like, I I was just stoned. I was stoned on the podcast. 
She was so stoned. I'm like, how does being stoned give you like work? I know I have vocal fry. That's fine. But like, don't blame it on being stoned. Yeah. That well, also like, what a cool girl. You're just stoned on podcast. Like what? A, like, well, I've also- never like you're in a pot. Like, I know it's not like the end of the world being on a podcast. Like, it's not the end all be all. But you're stoned. Like, that doesn't impress me. Right. Like, how about you not being think- stoned? If you think being stoned and doing a podcast is bad, I have news for you. <laughs> Will you say uncut jobs? Uncut jobs. Well, I, I mean, I was Josh Softy's muse when he wrote uncut gems. Yeah, you know what I'm was, saying? What what is a muse? Like, and by the way, like it, it's making muses look like assholes. Like, I don't want also- any. Well, yeah, it's like, I feel like some, like I was talking to my boyfriend about it and he was like, it's not, you know, it's not what she's saying, but it's how she said it. And I was like, no, it's what she's saying too, because yes, it's, a it's movie pretentious with, as far. And she wasn't even the star of Uncut Gems. You were not oh, the muse. Adam girlfriend. Yeah. Adam Sandler was the muse. Do we need to talk to Josh Safdie? And, and like, I, Josh Safdie will probably be like, well, yeah, I was like writing and like she came in an audition and it was cool. Like the fact that like now Josh Safdie seems like some kind of creep that's like, I wrote this for you. Uh, you're yeah. my muse. Like, what does that mean? And then and then she goes, do you think do you think you're Kanye's muse? Well, in a way, no, you weren't. You weren't Kanye's muse. Kanye's but Kanye's then she's muse. Like, yeah, she was like, I was Josh Safdie's muse when he wrote Uncut Gems. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> she was like, it's not that deep, though. It's not like Da Vinci. And I'm like, well, which one is it? Because you just made it sound really deep. Like he wrote a yes. whole movie and you were his muse. Like, shut up. And also, like, does that mean like Kanye would go back to the studio and then be like, this rap is inspired by Julia Fox? I am rapping lyrics that rhyme because of Julia Fox. Yeah, like inspired by. Well, but so that's done. And like, I, I got to tell you, I now open up Instagram. And just because I'm a member of society and I now go check Kanye's page, I don't follow him, but I go check it. And my stomach is in knots every time I go there because I just don't know what I'll see. I don't know if I'll see a plug for his stem player or Donda 2 or if he's literally viciously taking down his family, you know? Or that he added Peppa Pig to his list of arch nemeses. Fuck Peppa Pig. That is where I agree with Kanye. Fuck Peppa Pig. Peppa Pig, no. He also like is calling out Kanye, Corey Gamble. Well, that's see, that's where I'm like Kanye's days are numbered. If you well, so what happened, you guys, is that Hollywood Unlocked, which is like an Instagram account or whatever, they posted a thing saying that Corey Gamble was at a club getting fresh with a woman, and they said they had like video footage. But for me, like my old eyes, it just looks like darkness, so I can't see it. It looks like from a club. I I couldn't make out who. Yeah, who, and then Kanye posted it. Yeah, Kanye. That so, was probably something that was going to fly under the radar because Chris Jenner is really good at hiding all stories. Well, Hollywood Unlocked took it down originally. They yeah. posted it and then they took it down. So that means somebody made them take it down. You can, yeah. you know, think it was Chris, but then Kanye screenshotted it or something. By the way, Kanye has no internet like suaveness. He just screens us like it just looks like for somebody that's an artist, your like Instagram is a mess in terms of like screenshotting and stuff like that. He work on his cropping skills. Yes. Sure. I mean, for some, well, that's what I'm saying. Like this guy doesn't know, like his jackets are probably all fucked because he has no idea how to like, like put something where it looks nice. Anyways. So you guys, he reposted the Hollywood lock thing that was already deleted saying Corey Gamble is a godless man. 
I don't disagree, but like, like, listen, Corey Gamble has thick thighs. Like I do, like we both are thick thighed men and I got to stand up for Corey Gamble in that sense. But Kanye <laughs> also, Kanye said that, yo, um, Corey did his job and now he's being released by Chris. This is all part of Chris's plans. And then he went on to say, Chris Jenner is a real one, you know, like game recognized game. She's one of the best that ever does it, but she's gotten people to not work with me. And she like, she, he went off, but he also said Corey Gamble was a plant, you know? I mean, like, I honestly believe it. I believe it, but also at the- <laughs> that part, that, I mean, I know that Kanye has been spewing a bunch of bullshit for the past like two weeks or however long it's been, but that part, I believe you're telling me a 38 year old man is not wanting to be with Chris Jenner. And like, he like on keeping up with the Kardashians once I almost lost my stomach, like lost my lunch when he went out with Chloe or something. I think he alluded to wanting to get up in Chris Jenner's underwear. And I just like, I lost uh, it. I was like, it's just not a, gross. it's a powerful image to have in your head. You know, gross. it is gross. It's not right by any stretch. But anyways, the thing is, though, it's coming from Kanye. And like, did you watch the documentary Genius this weekend on uh, this week on Netflix? Oh, OK, so we watched like the first 10 minutes of it and then we are like Uber arrived. So we left. Was that the <laughs> Uber where you talked his ear off? Yeah, 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 exactly. But we watched, yeah, the first 10 minutes of it. And it was really interesting to see Kanye in the late 90s. And when he was first first starting out. And you could tell, like, he has so much raw talent. Like, oh everyone, who, everyone who met him was like, he's going to be huge. Like, he's going to, and you could tell, like, just seeing these old videos of him, like, just, like, freestyling when he was probably, like, 20 years old. And he's just like, yeah, he's, he's but always. You saw this immense shyness, too. And, like, he kept popping yeah. in his retainer. Like, he, people yeah. would make fun of him because he had his retainer. He kept popping in and out and he'd get all shy. But there were these moments of victory in the first. There's three parts, you guys. The second part will come out this week and the week after after but i really do recommend the first part but it's very heavy in the sense that i know where he is now so like all the victories that happen to this you see where he is now and you're like it really keeps impressing upon that do these celebrities you know they're not aspirational you guys nobody would want to be kanye west right now he's like turned into a completely different person but this you see that this man really did carve out his destiny nobody wanted him to rap they just wanted him to make beats and he yeah. kept saying no let me rap let me rap and it's really inspiring for that but somewhere along the way and you can say it's his mental illness or something but sometimes he just seems like a whiny baby bitch oh yeah yeah i mean clearly i what we were saying when we were watching it is that his mother dying, you know, was a, a huge turning point for him. I feel like that really un unraveled. Yeah. I think that he had pre-existing, you know, mental issues, but I think that, you know, Donda passing away and it was so sudden, she was just getting plastic surgery. Um, which I think so, he paid for, which is wild. Yeah. So I'm imagine, sure imagine that, but Sophie, you got to watch the rest of the documentary because yeah. she's in it a couple of times and she really does seem like such a, positive light like she just like that mother that you're like oh i can like and she's just so proud of him and it was just the really really amazing scenes that include her so i'm sure that but it just goes to show you too of like that's why mental health is so important in the frailty of the human mind of you know that that he's still obviously going through some deep darkness but also the fact of like the artist and being the artist having a family is that 
Kim is not at Kanye's level in terms of quote unquote artistic ability, but Kanye has chosen again and again to not be there for his family. So then it's weird when he comes in and steps in and goes, my daughter's wearing too much makeup in this pose. Like he did yesterday. He posted little shy with like makeup. He's like, this is too grown up looking, which is so weird because you're giving a message that you should be giving to Kim to us. And therefore actually giving us that image again and again of your daughter in heavy makeup. Yeah, it's bizarre. I mean, there's no explanation for any of the shit he's been posting, honestly. It's very strange. But I just thought of just the loneliness. And I'm not, I'm not, I'm 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 not saying boohoo Kanye, poor Kanye, but it's got to be insanely lonely there because he does push people to a point where they want to get as far away from him as possible. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure he misses his family. He misses Kim, but he has no one to really blame but himself. So yeah. Do you have any friends in Chicago? Yeah, actually, my sister lives there. Okay, well, that's great. If your sister's listening, I do need to give a personal message to her. Uh, Tristan Thompson is signed to the Chicago Bulls, so please do not sleep with Tristan Thompson. He is in Chicago right now and will be playing out the remainder of the season with the Chicago Bulls. So everybody listening in Illinois or Chicago or any of that whole area, please be on the lookout for Tristan Thompson trying to sleep with you. Amanda, did you hear that? Like Amanda, you expect you're newly married, Amanda. This yeah. will ruin your whole relationship if you if he sleeps with you, you know? Yeah, stay. I know it's gonna be hard, but be stay strong. Yeah, because he'll he'll you he'll pull out all the stops. Yeah. Like he'll probably sure like, that's you know, when there are like the models and influencer baddies and stuff like that. <laughs> like he he goes after my sister. <laughs> she just has hey, she just has something. I don't know what it is, but she she's like a, a regular sales executive. <laughs> he goes, I noticed you got married. Like, like that's what he, he'll, he'll see her happiness of just getting married yeah. and he'll, he'll want to destroy that. Yeah, he's a happiness vampire. He kind yeah. of he'll suck the energy. Chicago will not exist after three weeks from now. It's going to be on fire soon. Or he's like I said, I said this week, he's going to repopulate Chicago with just descendants of Tristan Thompson. <laughs> it's like, it's like, oh Nick, my God, uh, I, that reminds me of the freaking podcast that I've been listening to that I, oh. I posted about it. It's called The Immaculate Deception. Sorry, this is a random sidebar, but it's so crazy. It's about this fertility doctor in the Netherlands who was doing, I guess it's called IUI. So it's not like IVF, which is like a Petri dish baby. It's just when you put sperm directly in the vagina, like inject it far up there to help women get pregnant that have been having fertility issues. This doctor in the Netherlands was using his own sperm (laughs) in the Netherlands is like a small country. Yeah. He now has like 80, more than 80 children. And even more like descendants and grandchildren that are going to happen. And now all of these people have to like get DNA tested in order to like, you know, date someone because they're like, we need to make sure that we're not related. Oh, that's so scary. Oh yeah. And apparently this has happened. This was a doctor in Indiana, apparently did the same thing. This is like a very common, I mean, not that common. So don't like freak out everyone, but like it's called the immaculate deception and it's really crazy. But that's probably going to be like Tristan Thompson soon with like 80, you know, descendants. Yeah. Nick Cannon came out this week and was like, it is, you know, eight with eight children. It is pushing me to my, to my wits end. And I'm like, you're the one that didn't wear a condom idiot. Like don't then complain about it. No. What do you want us to do about like, it? Well, yeah, but Shouldn't this be between you and God at this point? Right. Like um, anyone could have told you that. 
Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, I would I, I would have told you after six. I would have told you after five kids that you're going to be pushing to the brink. And he doesn't even have to hang it. It's not like they're all in one place. What's killing him is it's like a sister wives thing where he has to go from place to place seeing kids because they're all from different moms pretty much. But also, like, Nick Cannon can't be that wealthy where he, I not mean, anymore. Saying, think about all what? And I said, not anymore. Well, you yeah, know, not anymore. think about all of the, the child support payments he has to pay every month to eight different mothers. And I wonder if they're all on different dates or he pays them all on the first. Oh my like, God. Confusing. I, I can't even imagine how much probably close to millions, honestly. Well, he's a month. <laughs> those, those kids are going to inherit the, the drumline franchise, you know, the like wild, the, the wild and out, um, wild and out. Yeah. By the way, Dynasty. wild and out is just, it's going to be just the cannons and then other improvisers. Yeah. His whole family is going to take, it's going to be like the, uh, the, the Wayans brothers, you know? Yeah. Um, this is horrible news. Uh, we've had this thing. I don't know if you guys heard the last couple of years about this thing, COVID-19, but the, it is it is raged up again in terms of celebrities. Justin Bieber, positive for COVID-19, tour date postponed. Now, Justin just started his tour last week. In uh, um, He was supposed to, he started it this week uh, and then found out today that he has COVID weird, uh, weird. And he was supposed to perform tonight in Vegas, then Arizona, then LA this week. And it looks like all of those concerts are going to be postponed. And this is you guys, if you remember when COVID first started, Bieber had to cancel his tour. So he's been trying to tour now for a couple of years. Um, any thoughts on this, Sophie? Um, I mean, yeah, that's, I wish him well. That's unfortunate. It actually, sorry, I, my mind was drifting because I'm seeing John Mayer. I just got John Mayer tickets to see him tomorrow at Madison Square Garden. So, Whoa. Yeah. yeah. You know, Andy will yeah. be there then, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I didn't even think about that. But yeah. Yeah. I mean, prayers up for the Beavers. Prayers up for John Mayer. That's great. Um, also, uh, this Queen Elizabeth, I don't know if you've heard of her, Sophie. Oh, yes. The Nine- soft launch of her death. Not, dude. That's what my friend was saying too. Is that like they're soft launching it, dude? Oh my god, I don't really have. I don't follow a lot of royal stuff, but so you guys like last week they announced that Camilla Parker Bowles is going to be set to be the queen. But it like that was weird because I was like, why are they announcing all this stuff and the queen's still alive? It's kind of like I would hurt my feelings if I was the queen. So, but then today it's like, so are they ramping us up? Like she's gonna die pretty soon, and we're yeah, definitely yeah. It's like all the stuff that yeah they've been telling us about the ascension of the throne when it's like we didn't ask. I don't follow royal stuff either. I'm like, I just don't. I think it's so weird that monarchies still exist. Well, it's just but, weird because they don't like, they don't govern, you know? Like they do like a lot of like charity. Yeah, like what, they symbols. don't do anything. Well, like Batman. Like a they symbol. do like public appearance. Yeah, it's like, okay. But yeah, so they've been kind of like dropping hints. I feel like <laughs> it's like a soft launch. Could you imagine if you're the queen of- and you're like, why are you dropping this? Like, literally, I'm still alive. Why are you doing No, but I, I feel like a lot of people have some theories. I mean, I don't know about a lot of people, but I have seen theories that maybe she's already dead because she hasn't been seen in a, in a while, to my knowledge. So I don't know. Maybe they're trying to like get everything in what order. You know, she was, I saw her at the Super. She was at the Super Bowl. Was <laughs> yeah, she was at the super. She, she was in the suite. Dude, you did not see her when the with the Kendall. She was next to Kendall and Haley. Yeah, she was like she freaked out when Fifty Cent was upside down and the. Yeah. Um. Uh. Okay. So yeah, that. So prayers up for the queen. Um. By the way, what 
your Super Bowl experience, you made the Skyline Chili, and I was so oh, worried. It was a only- hit. It, it was, was, was it a hit yeah. for the bathroom as well? Like that seemed just no. so intense. Uh, Ryan, you haven't tried it. Like I, but if, I, if I, my stomach, your stomach than you would imagine. I know um, that you, you live in LA. So you are drinking green juices all the time. Yeah. And stuff. yeah so healthy. Anything yeah. pale, but it's really, yeah. And we actually made it again this weekend, but yeah, it was a hit. And you made it, it again was, this weekend. Yeah, we did because oh, my, my boyfriend's mom actually made it, made the chili from scratch. And then, oh. We brought it and then we made, you know, pasta for it. And then Wait, the, 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 mo- the, your, the mom's making you chili already. Yeah. She's she so really cool. likes you. But Cincinnati chili is like very complex. Like it's a very, like <laughs> it, it is like, I, I've never even made it from scratch and she made it from scratch. So good. Uh, Pete Davidson has rejoined Instagram, you guys. And uh, that also happened earlier this week. And he already has like 2.3 million followers and he's not posted anything. He only follows two people, Kim Kardashian and Sebastian Stan, the actor from Pam and Tommy who plays Tommy. Yeah. Lee. Do you, do we know why Sebastian Stan's the other? Like what about Machine Gun Kelly? I know they're, I don't know his connection to Sebastian Stan, honestly, but like, what a weird random second person to, to choose. Why not? Machine I know. Gun I Kelly? wondered, maybe he's just like a super fan. Yeah, what if he really, he loves Pam and Tommy, the show on Hulu right now. Yeah. Um, so if you were Pete Davidson or if you, you're you into celebrity culture, you study this stuff, what do you think Pete and Kim should be doing when, when Kanye does attack like he does very uh, publicly? I mean, just like don't react. We haven't seen Pete Davidson react once to my knowledge. So I think that's, you know, what you got to do. Just like, don't feed into it. Don't react. Yeah. And Kim, I think was at her breaking point when she posted that story a couple weeks ago, but for the most part, I feel like they've been just like, not even giving it the time of day. No, I would it, love to be a fly on the wall, like hearing them like have conversations about it though. See, that's, like, what I, that's what I really want to see of Chris Jenner going, motherfucker, are you fucking kidding me? Like, like all she does is go on Ellen and act like everything's great all the time. And I want her to be like, dude, we are pulling our hair out. This is in, this is really hard for us. You, you know? want an impression of Pete Davidson, like complaining about it. Are you fucking kidding me, Kim? Are you fucking? I have issues too. I know I have to deal with that. Are you kidding me? You, <laughs> or, or Peter, Caitlin? Why? <laughs> hey, baby, which? Why isn't Kanye brought me up at all? <laughs> I've done some things to Chris Jenner in my day. <laughs> I'm godless. <laughs> 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 oh my god. Oh, on Friday, I was doing Lisa Rinna asking for a STEM player for free. Like, it's me, Lisa Rinna. <laughs> Tell me, can I listen to Donda 2? I'm amused to Harry Hamlin and his bowling lady. Folks, summer is just around the corner, so it's time to say goodbye to those jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. Now, I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune, and luckily, I found Quince. Now, I have a lineup of timeless pieces I want that will keep me looking fresh year after year. I got a pair of tan shorts. I got a pair of green shorts. I cannot wait to style these for summer. And I got to tell you, the quality is great because Quince has all the seasonal must-haves, like 100% European linen shirts from 30 
$30 performance polos and versatile flow knit activewear. The best part? All Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman by partnering directly with top factories and passes that savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. So you can feel good about what you're wearing on every level. So upgrade your wardrobe. Go to quince.com slash so bad for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's quince.com slash so bad to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash so bad. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. We will be back to the show in just one second, but now is time to talk about our sponsors, my favorite part of the show. Uh, this week, we got a new sponsor. One of our sponsors is the company Seed. Now, uh, I get things mailed to me, and this got mailed to me, and I was super excited because I love probiotics. I'm not joking. I am a huge fan of probiotics. In fact, I had the okay so you guys know i got a staph infection on my face and i had to take a bunch of antibiotics and stuff and the doctor was like you have to take probiotics because it'll really help your stomach out when you take strong antibiotics and i was like sir have you heard of seed because it just got mailed to me so your boy's gonna take those so i was super excited to have this i was like oh my god i actually have this and i'm gonna use this so they say that it turns out like everything you think you know about probiotics, it may be wrong. Um, Seeds Daily Symbiotic is the real deal, though, because not all probiotics are created equal. You might ask, what is the Daily Symbiotic? It is a broad-spectrum two-in-one probiotic plus prebiotic. There is a pro proprietary formulation of 24 distinct probiotic strains in scientifically studied dosages. This sounds really smart, you guys. Proprietary engineered two-in-one capsule that protects probiotics through digestion to ensure delivery to the colon. Now, if you've taken probiotics before and you never felt a difference, it's likely because the good bacteria wasn't surviving your GI tract. Now, seed is designed differently, and that's why they say it works. So what does the daily symbiotic do for you? Uh, supports benefits in and beyond the gut. Now, I keep saying gut, you guys, but gut is like, it, it kind of is how our bodies operate. Digestion, the gut, it is so important. I hate saying the word gut, but it is so important. Seed will support ease of bloating, healthy regularity and ease of evacuation. If uh, you know what I mean, that's, we're just going to call it evacuation, but it will also support your gut barrier, your skin health, your heart health and micronutrient synthesis. Now there's a note gut immune function is not quote unquote, boosting the immune system. It is about supporting the crosstalk between your intestinal cells 
and your immune cells. So many see improvements in digestion within 24 to 48 hours, which, get, which can include bowel movement regularity and eased bloating. So um, it's just a great product. I've been using it for a month now. They just sent me more and I was super excited because I was like, oh God, I was going to have to order this and then they sent me another month. I was like, sweet. So you guys start a new healthy habit today. Visit seed.com forward slash so bad and use code so bad to redeem 20% off your first month of seeds daily symbiotic. That's seed.com forward slash so bad and use code so bad. I am very excited about that one for real. And I genuinely, genuinely use it. I should just show you photos of me using it. Just me on the toilet. <laughs> Sorry, you guys. Okay. And finally, our last one is Sundance now. Um, I've talked about Sundance now uh, before. I love them. After a long day, you guys, I do, we do. We want to curl up on the couch, get lost in a gripping story with characters I can love and hate. Is that too much to ask? Nope. And now, thanks to Sundance Now, I always have something to watch that is binge-worthy and that I can be obsessed with. Sundance Now is an ad-free streaming service created by AMC Networks. Now, you guys know AMC Networks, The Walking Dead, Breaking Bad, Amazing Shows. So, uh, you know, Sundance Now is for people who obsess over riveting storytelling and fresh perspectives. Sundance Now has original prestige dramas, international thrillers, and bone-chilling true crime shows. Every show is a sleek production with sexy lead characters. They've got shows like the hit British series A Discovery of Witches, uh, which is the perfect mix of period drama, romance, edge-of-your-seat thriller. Seasons 1 and 2 are streaming now, and Season 3, the final season, has, uh, it just started January 8th. Um, so... Uh, there's going to be many shows that you will be able to check out on this streaming service. Uh, it really is something that is worth your while. And like the show I was just talking about, A Discovery of Witches, you can catch, like, I love when you come to a show later and you can binge all the seasons leading up to the season that they're actually airing now. I love that. I love that you don't have to wait that year-long wait in between seasons if you're coming late to a show like A Discovery of Witches. Which, by the way, I want to say that TV Insider calls fantasy intersects seductively, wickedly irresistible. Uh, TV Guide says pure catnip for fans of this genre. And the Los Angeles Times says... Elegant and satisfying. Now, that sounds pretty good. So you can stream Sundance now on all your favorite devices for as low as $4.99 a month. Just download the app or watch online and discover exclusive shows from around the world instantly. Just go check it out. Really, honestly, go check it out. See if there's shows that you would want to watch. I bet there are. So uh, find your next TV obsession on Sundance now like I did. Try Sundance Now free for 30 days by going to SundanceNow.com and use promo code SOBAD. That's SundanceNow.com code SOBAD for 30 days of free streaming. Once again, SundanceNow.com code SOBAD. And now, ladies and gentlemen, back for the remainder of our show. <laughs> the bullet, didn't she post it the other day? She was like Harry's sauce. Oh, I bet, dude, I bet if I bet when 
I bet when Harry nuts, she's like, Harry's sauce coming. Ew, I picture that. <laughs> also, you think they have sex? Absolutely not. No, not the way she dances. No, no, no I don't no. think that at all. Um, uh, speaking of <laughs> speaking of Bolognese, oh, this is I was watching Vanderpump Rules season nine last night, which was the sorry, season eight. Um, season nine was this past season, but I forgot. I want to remind people because I was starting to soften a little bit on Jax for some reason. It's I want to cool. remind people what Never a soften on Jax. Dude, I forgot what a big of an asshole he was in season eight. Like that was the we're, we're you know I'm married and the Kentucky Castle wedding. Look at Brittany. This is my impression of Brittany's face the entire day of her wedding. <laughs> she says she, dude if you watch Brittany and that she's like and then like sandoval commented like with the 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 homophobic preacher and he brings it up to jack she's like no i'm not doing this right now tom and then Brittany's like knock him the fuck out yes knock him the fuck I, want him to out. Kno- I want him to knock him the fuck out <laughs> yeah they thought they're so awful in that season that everyone was like regardless of what happened off screen everyone was just so fucking sick of watching them after you that tell season. i mean like i really do think like there's a reason why he got fired he was miserable in that season and like he was even like the max and brett characters i was watching the episode where max tried to get him to go down and clean up the beach and jacks was like sorry dude that's too big of a drive for me better luck next time he was just an asshole you know yeah yeah he was like i'm gonna go all the way out there just to pick up garbage and that's just on the other side of town and it's like you know he was secretly like pissed because they were filming and he was missing out on filming but he just like was so stubborn and narcissistic yes and then even the wedding, like he was doing like performative bullshit things, like like where he's like, tonight, the day before, like two days before a wedding, it's me and my dad's night where I take my dad's urn and we watch Friends together. He's like, so he literally watched Friends with his dad's urn. He doesn't have like human, actual human emotions. That's no. what was also funny about the wedding is that you could tell he was like mimicking Britney's face because he didn't know what human emotion to show. That's he fast. Just, he mimics, that's what like freaking sociopaths do why well, like, made this he doesn't have emotion so whenever he would speak about like his dad's urn it just felt so like empty yeah yeah well remember like he had the shot like he had the fireball bottle that his dad liked to like drink fireball so he had like a commemorative yeah. fireball and then the guy brought in the decorative urn because he'd been carrying around his dad in a box yeah and um then he but he says and this is like not joking he literally says he's like I like to take my dad out on Sunday drives and uh, to the top down and I'll put my dad's like, and, and I, and a normal person, like if you were really good friends with somebody, you'd be like, that's beautiful, but it's Jack's. So you're like, you've said performative bullshit things the entire run of the show. And exactly. you, always, but I made a TikTok last night, which is my own darkness. But I, cause he says in the final season that he says, my brain's broke. Like I have a sprained brain. You know when someone, you know when someone yeah. sprains their ankle, they need a cast. Well, the same. Your brain is the same. So I've always thought this, and last night I just had the time where I was like, I've heard that exact. I was like, I've heard that exact phrasing before, and I was like, where have I heard that? And then I was like, oh my god, I've heard that from Kanye West uh, with David Letterman does the same exact uh, brain, the brain thing, but he did it before Jacks. 
And this was on Netflix. So I know exactly where Jax got that was Jax was watching the Netflix interview with David Letterman and Kanye. And he literally said it three weeks later because he watches Netflix religiously. But I made this TikTok putting both of them and Jax verbatim says exactly what Kanye said to David Letterman. Because up to that point, remember, Jax has had no mental issues in his life. And we know like... Jax doesn't have a psychiatrist. Like he just uses excuses. And that was he the one his Reiki, his Reiki lady. Oh my God. Remember that. And he was like, he was like, Brittany, I just, I love her. Let me, could you leave the house so I can have time with my Reiki lady? Yeah. Yeah. But even like when Jax, when Jax slept with Kristen and Sandoval and everyone was like, do you even feel guilty? Like you slept no. with your best friends. Yeah. And he was like, no, like he's literally not capable of emotions. And we've seen that over eight seasons. Like, yeah, he doesn't have emotions. He's I'm glad I re I'm glad I rewatched that. Cause it reminded me of what an asshole he is. And that I don't think he genuinely, I mean, I hate to say this, Brittany seems nice enough and his kid is cute as cute as a button, but I don't think people like that can truly change, you know? No, absolutely not. Also, you're brave for watching that season again, because that season is Well, my roommate had never watched Vanderpump Rules before, so she made her way through the entire run of the show. So it's always on, but like, I was like, I haven't seen this either. And I got to tell you, I really hated it the first time I watched it live, but I don't mind it in retrospect because it's so weird how different it is. Like they really fully did these... Dana Max Brett relationship. They made us try to care about three new characters and they gave poor Dana like a lead storyline. And like the poor girl was not a lead yet, you know? Oh my God. Don't even get me started on Dana. She was like the original Che Diaz. Like, (laughs) oh, I miss Che. I miss, I know it's weird not watching Che every Thursday anymore. Um, so, uh, but speaking of, Vanderpump rules Randall there's a reddit thread uh that my friend sent me someone on reddit dm'd with Randall on Instagram and he wanted to follow her after they after they told him they had just turned 21 and like the minute he turned 21 he was like pictures 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 like he's and this was supposedly a couple weeks ago this is all alleged uh this is reddit but that's what I'm saying like it turns out like I think like people like Randall, like they, it's a true sickness. Like imagine like yeah. losing your Lala and all that stuff and still like keeping tabs on some poor girl from Idaho when they turn 18. So he can see boobs. He's so gross. Ew. That's disgusting. He's disgusting, but a huge, but a huge news though. And positive Randall news. He said, big news coming in regards to my pickleball documentary. He said they've got a narrator that's going to blow all of our heads away and talk about what's going on in our sport, the good and bad. Like this man, like our sport, the good and bad. Like, dude, it's pickleball, man. My sister. Why is everyone everyone talking about pickleball lately? Because I just had my family Zoom call and my grandma was asking us if we played pickleball. Why is everyone talking about pickleball? Because of Randall. He's made it cool again. His impact. Yeah, Randall's impact. Um, Lala, though, she seems to be doing good, except that she's getting her boobs done and ears pinned at the same time, she revealed on Katie, uh, Katie Maloney's podcast this week. Lala's? Lala, yeah. She's getting her boobs done and her ears pinned. I don't know why. I mean, she already, like, looks... She's gotten a lot done already, first of all. I thought she already had a boob job. I guess she's getting a new one. I guess so. Maybe it's, like, one of those things, like, just, like... It's, like, how I trade in my AT&T phone every two years. Yeah. For the newer model kind of a thing. Yeah, that might be it. 
Uh, Kelly Clarkson is dropping the Clarkson name and she's going to go by her name, Kelly Brianne, which I think is weird. Why? I know. Like, that's not it. Like, she got a divorce from that guy, Brandon Blake Blackenstock, but like, she didn't even take his name. Kelly Clarkson is so non synonymous yeah, with Kelly Clarkson. Name. Everyone knows that's her name. Why would you do that to make a, a name that's less recognizable? That's so dumb. <laughs> uh, Taylor Swift may be engaged, folks. Um, did you hear this news? Yeah, I heard this that she might be engaged to Joe Alwyn. They've been dating for like what, like four five years. years? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And Jake Gyllenhaal this week said, "All too well isn't about him, but he doesn't begrudge an artist um, speaking." She he says, "All too well is about the relationship between her and her fans, and he doesn't begrudge her anything." But I'm also like, "That's amazing," but it's also about you, Jake. Like it's yeah, literally. A, she did a music video. We would know like, if it was about her fans. What? Well, like I think there's an aspect to it of like, you know, but like Jake, it's about you, man. Take the loss. You treated somebody like shit. It's okay. Yeah, exactly. Um Stranger Things season four will be released in two parts since it's so long. Um, but also I read this like disturbing fact is that these kids were like 13 when it started, and the one kid is now 20 years old. Like I know they're like old now. But like, it's going to be weird to watch somebody with like more hair on their chest than me. And they're playing teenagers, you know? Yeah. But like, we're used to that with like euphoria and shit. True. True. What did you think of euphoria last week? Um, It was good. Again, it's like, I'm so sick of the discourse that happens every single week. Um, I honestly- well, You really went in on euphoria last week. I know I did. Um, honestly, wait, what even? Because it wasn't the episode where Rue hits rock bottom. Rue is. Oh, it was after that. Rue's like, you know, like. I want to see what Maddie ends up doing to Cassie. Like, I want, I want to see what happens with that. Apparently, well, tonight's the school play. I didn't see the leaks, but apparently the whole, the season finale leaked and everything that leaked like was super accurate. So everyone, like a lot of people know what happens in the season finale and, um, I mean, I'm not going to spoil it. I, I don't know. Cause I didn't read it. I was just like seeing cryptic things about it, but, um, apparently it's going to be insane. Wow. Okay, good. I I'm, I'm going to be bummed when it's gone, but they're also, uh, against the creator of this Sam Levinson, the creator of euphoria. They're saying like a lot of things are popping up where about nude scenes with him and that he has a weird yeah. relationship with women on the show. And like uh, a toxic like workplace and how he would, I was reading something about it, how he would show up to set like without like a shot list. And so then their work days would end up being like 17 hours straight because he like would just not have like a, a good agenda, you know? What you guys a shot list is like literally what it's just like the way the angles they're going to hit. Like, you know, if like they're going to shoot a scene with three people, we're going to hit it from the left first. We're going to do a, yeah. like a wide shot. And then, you know, he wouldn't have any of that. So they'd feel around like, so that means the actors are on set doing that. And then he's probably walking around in a 360 going, where does this look best from? It's really unprofessional because you have so many lighting people pay because it takes hours and hours to light a scene and especially for something like euphoria which is very artistic in nature yeah. it just adds so much time that's why that those uh euphoria episodes are so expensive they're like movies um, um yeah uh let's see here erica jane is in more legal trouble uh for in she's being roped into a new lawsuit for 2.1 million dollars that tom Girardi embezzled and she is named in the lawsuit 
So uh, she is named for aiding and abetting Tom and his law firm. So they are saying that Erica did know and was aware, and she was the one that spent the money that they embezzled. So it doesn't seem like her legal troubles are anywhere near the end. Yep. If she thinks she's getting exonerated, it's not going to happen, at least not anytime soon. Um, Real Housewives of Salt Lake City ends tonight, the second season. It felt like it's been going on for a year. Um, I have no idea what happens in the season finale, except for the Marxes are all in Brooks Marx's like colorful satin jammies. Did you see the pictures of this? Yeah, they're such a family that poses. They look like you. I mean, by the way, Lisa Barlow is right in that sense. She's right. They're a family that poses. Yeah. Like, why do they get matching like satin PJs to pose in photos together? Like, I'm trying to imagine my family doing that. That'd be so funny. Like my dad in like silk pajamas. Oh, no, I mean, that's why I said. I, I Seth, like, like, did you see that set? Did you see that Seth accidentally commented? I can't remember if we talked about this. He accidentally commented on Meredith's Instagram with her like coffin of roses. And he he clearly meant to comment from a burner account. It was like when that one I did see that. I was I was so confused by that. Oh my god, it's so embarrassing. He was like, Thank you for showing your perfectly imperfect relationship with us, like pretending to be like a viewer, but he commented it from his own account. Like that's so embarrassing. There's such a family that poses. Seth is the guy that calls you like lover. He's like, Ew, you're my, he's you're my, so gross. He's you're, so my you're my lover. You're my, like, he's like, he's the guy that tries to have sex in a hot tub all the time. No offense to oh. all the people that have sex in a hot tub. He's gross. Um, let's see here. Uh, Summer House. <laughs> Summer House. What did you think of Summer House? Now this, they had, I thought was such a beautiful conversation between Maya. Yeah, I thought friends. it was a great conversation. And I think it really like, um, you know, displayed the types of microaggressions that a lot of people don't realize are microaggressions, which is like a very important conversation. That's like, yes, we should be watching this. This is very important. Um, and yeah, Andrea, I like, I'm sick of, I'm sick of like the page love triangle. Like it's so boring. Well, it's not cause it's not really a love. I mean, for, for whatever reason, Paige is all twisted up about Craig. Like she, I, I mean, I know Craig's a good looking guy, but I just don't, I, so I think they both love the spotlight. They both love attention. So together yeah. you can see that. And I, I feel like that will be interesting for them as they continue on in their relationship of who gets more attention because we're now going to see Paige on Southern charm as well. So we're going like, we've seen now Craig on winter house summer house and then southern charm it's just a lot of those people at a, at a time you know yeah like i'm sick of craig i'm sick of austin i'm sick of Paige. honestly like i want the show to be just focused on Lindsay and danielle <laughs> i wanted to just be focused on alex yeah i liked alex in this past episode great. i'm opening up to him he was great with the, I just love it. He was like, I've got the broccoli. I'll cook the broccoli here. I've, I'll yeah. roast the broccoli. I um, feel like he means well. He's just No, like, no, no, no. I, I genuinely like Alex on the show because it's just like Summer House is a show about nothing basically, but I really, really enjoy it. But that's why when they do have like a big conversation like they did in this week's episode, I thought it was really amazing because they did something very simply, which Bravo has had such a hard time with for the last couple of years of talking about race. And here's a very simple couple of moments. What scared me about this was the discourse that got 
was that we were thrown into this discourse again where it really scared me because I, I wrote something on Twitter saying what a beautiful moment. It was really, you know, I said, how funny is it that Summer House is the one that actually has the truest moment about talking yeah. about race? And literally, I just said a simple comment. And what scared me was so many people were writing Oh, Maya's just insecure. That wasn't race. That was how dare her. Like, and I was just like, damn, man. Like, even when you God, people like, are so mean, annoying. But it just I mean, it genuinely scares me because like I, I always like to look at the positive and go, oh, everybody's, you know, but like the fact that you're like, oh, everything has to be about race, you know they can't get rid of their skin tone, right? You know they're black 24-7. And you it know, was it's also like, like it wasn't the whole episode. It was oh, like, it was like so small, small. It was a small portion of the episode. Like it's not like, a big deal. Like I'm so, like, did it cut into watching Kyle drink Loverboy for you? Yeah, seriously. Or watching Paige like talk about, which by the way, Paige, when Maya was crying and Paige was going on her phone. (laughs) She's like, well, it'd be good for you to get some alone time then, huh? I honestly relate to Paige and Sierra in that I always want to lay in bed all day too. I love that. Yeah. But yeah, they're so lazy. Yeah. Um, uh, Carl and Lindsay seem like they're on a love tour right now. Those guys are like booed up every, it reminds me of you and your boyfriend, but yeah. uh, you're always, they're always posting together now. And there was a rumor that Lindsay was pregnant. Like I, that's why I love the internet is that there is no literal proof, but I kept seeing this thing being posted that Carl and Lindsay were almost about to break up over the holidays. Um, and she, but then she got pregnant, but then she was wearing like a belly shirt and all the shots I saw over this week. So there's just no way that rumor is true, but the fact that just rumors like that get out there and then they get passed around kind of like is wild. Yeah. I don't like the, that sounds like bullshit. And yeah, talking about any woman's like fertility, especially she suffered a miscarriage not that long ago. Like, yeah, that's fucked up. People need to stop speculating um, you should never speculate if a woman's pregnant or not, by the way, we'll know when she announces it. Um, did, uh, but Carl, like, it's just, I'm just so impressed. It's like, what would Jesus do? But with Carl, like, what would Carl do? Like, he's just so like, he's yeah. just sitting there. Like he's going to bed early. He's waking up with the birds. He wasn't even in this past week's episode. And I was like, good for him. Good yeah, being in this week's episode, like he's yeah, you know, he's he's so pure and glowing yeah. and radiant. Just a beautiful just, man. Yeah. Real Housewives. Of need, I I need to rewatch season one just to compare. I need to rewatch season one because he was so awful in season one. I know that's what I'm saying. Like he really had his moment. Carl, and- <laughs> who am I? What is it? I'm a workers <laughs> twin. Carl. <laughs> but isn't it amazing that people like that's what I love though like seeing when like people can potentially change, you know? Yeah, no, it's a good growth story. I think there's always room for growth and Jax had 8 seasons. Someone like Jax had plenty of time to show growth and showed zero. So it's like, yeah, there's you can definitely redeem yourself on reality TV if you're given the chance. I got And do- what you've done isn't that, you know, horrible because I mean, Hannah probably could have redeemed herself at the reunion. He totally. See, if Hannah had played a little bit more ball at the reunion and been a little bit more, and actually just been a little bit more honest and said, this really hurt me and I acted like this and this and this, she would have had a redemption season and we all would have potentially 
maybe not me, but most of us would have potentially kind of gone on and like, go like, okay, great to have you there. But she didn't, she doubled down at the reunion. And I think it's like, it was so strange because she had the best excuse. It was like beginning of COVID lockdown. She could have just been like, I was losing it during lockdown. Like, I am so sorry, everyone, please forgive me. Like she would have been fine, but yeah, she doubled down. So yeah, yeah, when you're like a sociopath, you're not gonna know how to get a redemption arc because you have to be like a person with, you know, feelings and maturity. Yeah, and she still doesn't have any of that stuff. And I think the thing that uh, offends me about Hannah the most is like, as I get deeper into TikTok, uh, which like I said, very shameful, is that she just is one of the worst actors I've ever seen. Like her tick, like her TikToks. Like I know they're like I know that they're bits and all that stuff, but. I also think there's people that do those TikToks with like panache and like, you're like, Oh, that guy's talented or that girl's talented. Hannah just like, is like overdoes everything. It's like, if you directed her in something, you'd be like, okay, less, do less, do less. Also like not, she's another Che Diaz slash Dana and that she's a comedian. That's offensive to Che Diaz. (laughs) You're right. You're right. Um, And Dana, because Dana was never that awful, but it's like a comedian. That's actually not funny. Um. I got a, I got a, an alarming DM and this is like, this is in the rumor category, you guys, but I bring it up just because it would, I hate, you know, is that I got a DM that DJ James Kennedy fell off the wagon in Chicago this weekend is that he was spotted having martinis at his club appearance in Chicago. Uh, I don't like that. So, but by the way, I want to say I have no proof. This was just a DM from somebody that was at the show said they had a friend that worked there and the friend saw him drink two martinis that could be complete bullshit um his instagram showed him at the club and then it showed him at the airport the next day um but i do worry about that i also heard a rumor that the situation potentially fell off the wagon from jersey shore in the last week and a half but by the way all but I just want to like anybody struggling with that kind of stuff. Remember is that like, it's a day by day thing. And I could see where DJ James Kennedy probably like, did you see that video, that TikTok of him with the, the gay dude, like in the, at the Super Bowl? Like he was no. in the, he was like, were they canoodling? No, like the guy, the gay dude was in the front and he was like, da, 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 da. And James was like shirtless in the back. And he just looked like, I mean, I, in my, I was like, Oh, he's probably just like high on weed. But he, I was just like, what is this? Like, what is going on here? Like, this is, I don't mean like they were hooking up, but it was just like the weirdest. It was like the Sunday of the Super Bowl. Somebody had sent it to I need to look that up. I need to look yeah. for it. But I would just say like, I could see where he would be in risk of slipping up because if you do lose somebody that you've been with for a long time and you're trying to talk tough and then at the same time getting thrown attention and doing DJ gigs, I'm sure it would be really easy to start drinking again. Oh yeah. Like that whole like broken engagement, I'm sure has been really hard. Like, yeah. I mean, I'm, I really am wishing him the best because. But if anybody has any other information about it, please let me know. Um, Also, I I watched, I don't know if you uh, care about film that much, but I saw the new trailer for Elvis, which is the new Boz Lerman film. The guy who did. I want to, I want to see that actually. Look, guys, it looked really good. The actor playing Elvis is, do you know this Butler? Austin Butler. Yeah. Yeah. He looks like he does great. Tom Hanks plays the Colonel, which was Elvis's manager. The, it looks a little clumpish, the nutty professor, the makeup they did on Tom Hanks, but it looks really cool. And Boz Lerman always, he's just such an interesting artist. Um, as we start winding down, Real Housewives of Orange County, did you get to watch it this week when Shannon got addicted to drugs? 
Yes, that was amazing. I loved that scene. Um, that was actually a good episode. Noella, I cannot deal with Noella. I know. Noella is just in. Noella is exhausting. She's so exhausting. She's literally Bronwyn 2.0. What did I say? Yeah, you said, well, I saw her last week at that Super Bowl party. And, oh, how was it? Well, like, it was great. Like, I sent you a video that day because Sonia was so hammered. They yeah. took Sonia out of there before the Super Bowl even started. Like, she couldn't hang. Like, I saw Sonia before she was drunk, and then I saw Sonia, like, her boob fell out at one point. Like it was like, right. it was so Sonia that I felt like I was in a VR experience of the housewives where I was like, I'm here. And like, I'm with Sonia and she's drinking like on the show and she had to be taken out and she kept like dropping money. And it was like, it was just like when you, oh, you're with a wasted, it was re- actually, it was really funny at first. And then it was sad, but yeah. the, her friends got her out of there, but Noella was there and I couldn't even bring myself to say hi. I couldn't even, you know, I couldn't even like, you know, I couldn't even. You don't be, that's someone you don't want to be stuck in conversation with at a party. No, because I'd be like, you know, like, I don't want to see your pancake photo with you and all no, the she, other ladies. Yeah, she'd be talking about her divorce and like, you know, acting like she's. Like, that he's not so sweet after all. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. She's so exhausting. Yeah. Um, but, uh, she was exhausting on the episode this week as well, but it was charming to watch, uh, Shannon microdose as she calls it, which I thought microdosing was always like what you would refer to acid or mushrooms and not marijuana. She's talking about microdosing edibles. (laughs) And then Heather, like, I like the fact that like Heather got me this and I'm like, girl, it is legal in California. Like, Heather. Yeah, she's like, Heather's my drug dealer, which I just thought, so that really makes me laugh. I know, it does. Um, Madison LaCroix had a run-in with A-Rod recently, but they did not speak to each other. But I do want to, like, you know, like, just point out again that Madison got all of this rolling. We would not have Benefer 2.0. We would not have, like, that's why never can't count reality stars out. Like, they can- Yeah, credit words, Huge things, yeah. Um, what's your opinion of Angelina Jolie? Um, she's fine. I mean, like, do you I, have any opinion about her and Brad Pitt at all? Um, oh, I am. I just, re- I don't know. I'm not informed enough. So don't, please don't like judge me if this is the wrong answer, but I am just, I love Brad Pitt. And I also was team Jennifer Aniston during that time period. Um, so I don't know. I really don't know enough though. And I know, is she still dating the weekend? I don't think so. I, cause I, I saw that the weekend was with another girl recently. Wasn't he with Doja cat at the super bowl? Oh, maybe I can't keep up, I guess. What's Doja cat's deal. She's always making funny faces. Is she all right? She's half Jewish or she's, she is Jewish. I think. Let me That's look why She's making funny faces. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know really a lot about Doja Cat. Let me look it up. Okay. Well, I just, I didn't, I, if anybody out there knows about Doja Cat, I want to, cause she's always making weird faces at the, she was making tons of weird faces at the Super Bowl, And I didn't know if that's her like bit was like, she tries to be real funny and stuff. Um, I guess that's her bit now. I didn't know that was, <laughs> um, uh, what are you guys looking forward to this week? I want to point out a couple of things on uh, the old boob tube below. Oh, oh my God. We have to talk about, okay. Next week we have to talk about love is blind. 
Oh my God, we didn't talk about Love is Blind. Damn it. Okay, but it's Love is Blind. The season finale will air this week, but I watched all eight episodes this weekend and it is, it so is, good. it's great. It's like a really, it's a great breath of fresh air compared to Bravo and this uh, Shayna girl, man. I had so many people reach out to me about how fake she is. And they pointed out who her boyfriend is and, and all of this stuff. So you guys get into Love is Blind so we can talk about it next week. Uh, but I found it really, and that, that. Yeah, we need, okay, yes, we need to talk about it next week. I'm sorry, yeah. I should have remembered because I just binged the last three episodes. And also Inventing Anna is horrible. It is horrible. It is, like, I, I said the same thing. I watched like one and a half, two, I watched a couple episodes and I just couldn't get into it. Yeah, it's horrible. And uh, uh, and to Tinder Swindler, which we talked about before, he signed with Cameo. He's making cameos now, and he has an agent. Isn't that ridiculous? Oh, God. He sucks. That's like, really annoying that now he's built like, people okay. out of all that money. You shouldn't be able to get money on Cameo and stuff. It should go directly to the victims. I know. I can't believe he's allowed to be on Cameo. Let's boycott. <laughs> Do you not. Can, get it. You're one of their. Um, you're one of the cogs in their machine. Yeah, go on, man. I bring in tens of dollars every year for them, you know? Dollars. Um, yeah, but actually, the lady that reps me at Cameo uh, contacted me. Be- was it last week or this week? Because she had Kim Richards uh, to do a live Cameo thing. And she showed me that she wanted me to promote it. And she showed me the video. And, like, Kim just looked wild. She was like... And she was getting she was giving dirt saying Andy asked her to come or like Andy asked her about the possibility of coming back. And she said yes. But it was just a wild. I was just like, this is I don't even know what's happening. And the video got posted and I still have the video because she sent it to me, but it got taken down because it was just too much. But uh, I, I I mean, I just wonder, well, because also and this will be the last thing with the Kim Richards thing. This ties into did you read about this fat burger story? Oh yeah, it's it's Kim's daughter. Well, it's like the Fatburger family. Uh, there's like fraud going on, and Kim Richards' daughter is married to the son of this family. But it was yeah. front page of the L.A. Times, so it's like this. It's developing right now, and I guess Amelia Bedelia, Lisa Rinna's daughter, dated the other son. So it's like this whole thing. But there is a housewife's connection where you know she was brought up. Kim Richards was brought up in the article. All roads lead to Bravo. It kind of, I mean, in, in a lot of ways, it really kind of did. Um, okay, so Below Deck Sailing Yacht airs tomorrow night, you guys. Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, the season finale will be tonight, Sunday night, uh, as well as Euphoria. Euphoria season finale will be next Sunday. Uh, Real Housewives of New Jersey, of course, on uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, you've got Real Housewives of Orange County. You have Summer House on Monday. I'm probably forgetting. Oh, uh, I think Candy and the Gang starts on Sunday. Candy Burris is uh spin-off show of the Real Housewives of Atlanta. Um, and uh, yeah, I think that's it. And Real Housewives of Miami, I believe the season finale will be airing this week on Peacock as well. And then we'll get the reunion. I'm really excited. We saw the trailer for the, the Salt Lake uh, reunion, three parts, not four. Um, and it actually looks really good. Lisa Barlow storms off and Jen Shaw. Yeah, that's interesting. We'll Did see you see the thing that, like, that she, Andy goes, you know the, the, what, what you're charged yeah, with? Jen Shaw didn't even know what the charge is. No, she knows very well. Jen Shaw's not a stupid person. She knows she's a liar. She's not stupid. Um, yeah. Okay, so Sophie, where are you going directly after this? You have a big dinner. Where is it at? Yeah, I'm going out to dinner at this really good restaurant here called Stephen Cookies. If anyone is local to this area, it's apparently like the best restaurant in town. 
So yeah, gotta get ready. And my computer's about to die, so I don't want to. Okay, okay, out. okay, guys. Oh, um, will you send me the Substack thing so I can repost and yeah, all that it's stuff? Sophie, it's sophieross.substack.com. Go sign up. sophieross.substack.com. Okay, we will talk to you next week. Okay, thanks everyone. Bye. Betches.